Had I driven north, I would have gone to the same place I go every Wednesday for Bible study, St. Mark's Lutheran Church or St. Paul Street. Southwest would have put me in Pigtown, not far from where our beloved Ron Griffin grew up, and northeast would have put me in Camden. But instead, I drove 3.8 miles northwest. And even in that short distance across Martin Luther King Boulevard, I found a community very different from my own, Sandtown. Located in the heart of West Baltimore, this is the neighborhood where Freddie Gray lived, and this is the neighborhood where Freddie Gray died. Some of you met Rebecca when she came to speak at Salem two years ago on behalf of the monument quilt for survivors of rape and sexual assault. She works with the No Boundaries Coalition, a community organizing effort that stretches across central West Baltimore. Along with other clergy and community leaders, some from No Boundaries and others from Build, I helped to distribute flyers to residents in the neighborhood that promoted a town hall meeting this upcoming Tuesday. The meeting is designed to gather their stories and to hear their concerns. And along the way, we listened. We all heard different tales from the people, some more heartbreaking than others. Tales of a neighborhood that is under-resourced and poorly managed by Baltimore City. Residents who do not have access to jobs, food, or affordable health care. People who have very little in life, especially compared to their neighbors 3.8 miles away. In the coming days, Baltimore will be labeled with a narrative much like Ferguson. You will hear about the rioting last night. You will hear the looting tag applied to all protesters, no matter how peaceful. You will hear about the disruption to the Orioles game, but what you will likely not hear about is the story of the residents of Sandtown, some of whom were at the protest, some of whom were not. Some supported the protest, others worried that it would take away from the story of Freddie Gray's death and what it means for their community. Because when the cameras leave, the out-of-towners leave, the mayor announces her reforms, and everything else is finished for public consumption, the people of Sandtown will remain 3.8 miles away. Today is the Sunday of the Good Shepherd. There is a protective element to this image. Sheep are, by and large, not very intelligent creatures. The shepherd's job is to make sure that they do not wander away. So the shepherd must lead in protecting the lovable flock from being lost and consumed by wolves. Jesus identifies himself in this parable to be the good shepherd. 
The hired hand that Jesus talks about in this parable is someone who is paid to watch the sheep, but when the wolves arrive, is quick to take his money and run. He will protect the sheep as long as there is no danger to himself or his job. Baltimore is a city that is used to being led. It has been led by men and women of all ages and races for centuries. Our city has done some amazing things on its own. I am very proud to call myself a native. And yet, as I look out on life of recent events, and I consider the people of Sandtown, I see that this city is being led by the hired hand. We, the city, have not listened to the message of Jesus because the message of Jesus is not what we want to hear. We do not want to love our neighbor as ourselves, even if they are only 3.8 miles away. We do not want to answer the call for justice. We want to be content in our own situation and as long as our needs are met. Why should we be concerned about the needs of others? The hired hand is certainly not concerned about the other. The hired hand neither leads nor follows, but he gets the heck out of the way. The hired hand is concerned about making money for the right people as long as there is a Baltimore to exploit. You want a new stadium paid for by taxpayers' dollars? Go to the hired hand. You want a fancy new casino? Well, mere miles away, teachers are paying for pencils and papers for their students out of their own pockets. Go to the hired hand. You want to put a Grand Prix in the downtown inner harbor, but not come up with a complex solution to homelessness. Go to the hired hand. But when the wolves are at the door, what do you think is going to happen? The hired hand bolts because that's what the hired hand does. The hired hand is not concerned about our city's bad politics, nor is he concerned about Baltimore's racist legacy. The hired hand is only concerned about himself. And now, the wolves are at the door. The events last night were horrifying. The details that continue to emerge from Freddie Gray's death are horrifying. And I must ask, who do you see out there dealing with this? Our mayor? Our city leaders? Those developers that promised that the next big project and then the next and then the next were going to be the one that would save Baltimore? They're all hiding behind cliches and promises. They're getting out of the way so that when the wolves leave, when the Justice Department concludes its investigation, when the media circus packs up and skips town, and when the right people are fired, they can return to their petty kingdoms as if nothing has happened. And once again, the people of Sandtown get sacrificed. They have been asking the city for help for years, decades. They want a better relationship with the police. They want a community to be proud of. They want the same things we have here in Riverside, 3.8 miles away. And look at what has been returned to them. I know people who worked in that community, and when Ferguson happened, they told me and anyone else who listened that something similar could happen here. It's that bad. Do 
you think the hired hand cares? Now the difference between you and the others out there is that you are the baptized children of God. You have heard the voice of the Good Shepherd and you have been made new. And what does that voice tell you? Do justice, love kindness, walk humbly with your guide. Words from the prophet Micah that are echoed in Jesus' parables and his deeds. Words that Baltimore City desperately needs to hear right now. No one needs to hear that everything is going to be okay. For generations of folk in Sandtown and other areas in the city, nothing has ever been okay. These protests sure aren't going to make everything okay, but do you think years of social neglect will? Business as usual. They need to hear that their neighbor loves them. They need to know that we are with them in their struggle. They need to feel the love of God reflected from us. That's the only thing that's going to save this city. If you think body cameras and quotes about a few bad apples will make the problem disappear, you've got another thing coming. You can follow Christ, who died and rose again for the forgiveness of our sins, who lays down his life for the sheep, who does not run from the wolves because our God and his nailed, dying, persecuted worst is so much better than evil at its best. We have lost Freddie Gray, child of God, to the wolves. We do not need to keep losing others to the grasping jaws of racism and urban neglect. We've been here before, and we do not have to be here again. We follow the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd does not stand idly by while the wolves are at the door. The Good Shepherd has fought for every person in this room. The Good Shepherd fights for those 3.8 miles from here. We can be the voice. We can fill in the blank where the love of God is desperately needed. We can ignore the convenient narratives of the media, the city, and the hired hand, and we can stand with those who have been victimized. We can bring the flock together, as Jesus is called to do today. I close today with the worst story I heard yesterday, one that continues to give me pause, and I'm telling the abbreviated version so I don't lose it up here. One of our organizers spoke to a little boy and asked him what would happen if he got hurt. He said he would immediately call his dad. The organizer asked him, why wouldn't you call the police? He said that after what happened to Freddie Gray, that he was too scared to call the police. 3.8 miles from where we worship. Let us pray. More fully on display the way.